0: This is the Horse Talk Show podcast with Louisa Barton.
1: Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I don't know if you've seen the video on social media, but oh my, that new Chevy truck is my dream come true. So anybody's uh, looking for a belated birthday present from me, <laughs> <laughs> they're gorgeous. <laughs> oh, have I haven't you seen, seen it. it? Oh. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, my goodness. We should have it up there. One day we'll be able to stick a video right up there of the truck going. Mm-hmm. They are beautiful Chevy trucks. Poof. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me. I have Suzanne Pierce from DAC Vitamins and Minerals. Been awesome to have her bright and beautiful <laughs> smiley face back in the studio with us this week. It's been wish great she was to be here. here. Wish <laughs> she was here more often. She brought us a great guest today. a Wonderful chance to uh, t- chat to Sean. And we actually have a little surprise uh, this morning. Squeak Larkin sent us over a rodeo cowboy. <laughs> At least uh, someone who's grown up in it his entire life, his whole family uh, has been involved in it. And that it's Zane Dufresne. There you go, <laughs> Dufresne. I didn't even—I was going to butcher it. No, I really wasn't. Yeah. Um, he has actually been a bull rider and been involved in the rodeo uh, pretty much his whole life, and his whole family has uh, been around it. And you now, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Montana. Yeah. Uh, so Florida is a little bit different. We're not. Not quite as hilly here, um, <laughs> no. but here for the rodeo this weekend. And really, uh, in the break, we were talking about bull riding and, and all the dangers. And you can show off your scar if you want. Um, <laughs> but but really, it, it's to me, it's I think they're some of the bravest people ever. And I like to try. You know, like I'll try almost anything. But one thing I would never do is ever get on a bull. So, uh, can you talk a little bit about bull riding?
0: Well, um
1: starting out, let's start when you were little.
0: Well shoot, when I was four years old I got on my first sheep and uh
1: <laughs> they, my parents That's threw, how me, they start on. threw
0: me right on there out in Texas. And um
1: well, So what does a sheep do when you get on it? I've never seen it in a video well, Rod? <laughs> <It just does.
0: laughs> but mine was easy. It literally yeah. came out of the chute and just like walked like five steps, uh. turned over there, and then like, get off and then did you go There's a buckle. Oh. I was like I got this. I'll keep I'll that. do this. Yeah, yeah I
1: got a buckle. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, other than that, yeah, they just come out and they run. <laughs> and then we moved on to uh, calves and they just, they just kind of hop and skip and get out there a little bit and then uh, you move on to steers and then bulls and then you uh, get into Bronx and it's just a whole chain and you see how far, you, how far you can take it before the injuries start catching up with you. So.
1: so- when with the first time, so you're starting off on a sheep, and then you go up to the calf, and then you go up to the up, up to the bull. With the first time you get on one, are you not absolutely terrified? You
0: you are, but um, really, you have to like, you have to change your mindset. It really is all about mindset. It's uh, they say it's ninety percent mental and ten
1: percent physical. I'm gonna say mental, all right? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> wow.
0: Because you you understand the potential danger of what you're about to embark on, and it's it's a it's a ride for sure because you don't know what how that bull's is going to react when he comes out. So it's a really it's a really, it gets your heart pump going, and I'm starting to get all excited. Yeah, <laughs> think about it.
1: <laughs> so buy me a bull. Yeah, where's a bull? Um, no bull in this show. Um, <laughs> 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 we don't do it. Um, so when you when you're in the ring, when you're in the rodeo, and you're about to get on a bull. What is there like a strategy to staying on for eight seconds? I mean, is there like a plan or do you absolutely have no idea? Is it like getting on a new horse? You really don't know what the strategy is until you're on it and you kind of get a feel for the bull.
0: It's all about following leading. So you every time that bull makes a move, you're going to count. You're going to follow him. So he's actually in control of what's going to happen and how it's going to turn out. But you're in control of how long like how you stay on. And it's all about body posture, and it's all about keeping your balance, really. So you have your free arm to keep to keep yourself like level leveled on him, and you're holding on, you're lifting on him, and so every time he turns. You're trying to follow him in that same spot. Then when he turns back, you're trying to follow him. And then once you hear that buzzer, then you're like, OK, I finally made it. And <laughs> <laughs> get off. Yeah. yeah. Get to that fix So a lot out. like
1: really just like getting on a, new, a horse that you, you don't know or a horse that you might be starting. You've got to go with them until they get, you know, what's going on. And, and mm-hmm. so I guess it's the same thing. You're just moving with the ball, So you're trying to stay in the same place movement with him. Yeah. Yeah, so sort of like a dance. Like he's going this way so you better go that way, right? Yeah. So what's the worst fall you mentioned was that your your worst fall the one
0: Yeah, the worst one I had was an eagle beak south Dakota. Um, it was a little white bull and he he came out about two jumps and I lost I I clipped my uh, spurs and landed right on his horn and his horn's came out kind of like kind of up and out and I had a helmet on and the chin guard came about about it. and they hear and the bull's horn came underneath oh, the under. horn and hit me, and jarred me like that. And when I hit the ground, I, I kind of got up and I walked over to the chutes. But I'm like, hey, that, you know, that kind of hurt, you know, just a little bit. And next thing I know, I was passing out. I had, I don't even know what was going on. And uh, I woke up in a hospital in Eagle Butte. Man, I was all like wired up. They had me Everywhere drugged up to I was happier than a clown I was just like
1: <laughs> Happier oh, than the Radio clown. <laughs> I was
0: still in my shafts and spurs and boots and everything, just like hey, what's going on? You know, like whoa. And uh like five doctors comes in, they're like, We gotta airlift you to uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. I'm like, Oh well, let's go, come on, like what are we waiting for? We gotta get out of here. And uh the, the only thing I really remember was, like, a red light in the helicopter and, like, you'd hear the propellers and then, like, I dozed back out and then I remember seeing the light of the door while they're pushing me and I could feel the wind of the propellers and then I woke up two days later out of the ICU and, um, the nurse comes up to me and she's like, hey, how are you feeling? I was like, and she's like, oh, you have to push that button to talk. That right there, like, dropped my heart into, like, my knees. And I'm, like, laying there, so I'm feeling it. And I'm like, what? Are you, are you kidding me? And, uh, wow. but that was only for, like, three days that I was going to have to be like that. So my vocal cords get strengthened up again. But they had a tube going up down my no, uh, down my esophagus to feed me. I had a hole in my throat to um, have to get cleaned all the time. Wow. You were very it lucky. It yes. was it was a bad it was a bad roll, but uh, that didn't really stop us. <laughs> no, it's <was> like <laughs> go yeah, again. No. Where's the next ball? <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, so as a spectator today for the rodeo, you're going to watch your friends uh, participate in this rodeo today. Do you have uh, do you still kind of feel like you're out there? You know when you're watching.
0: Oh yes, yeah, yep. Ever since uh ever since I quit, it's always you see it on TV. You go to the rodeos and you you see your friends and. You're just like, uh, I don't really like these stands.
1: <laughs> no, you want to be out there. All the, you want to be no, out there. Do you, do you go and like if,
0: if you're at a rodeo, will you go behind the chutes and help your friends? Oh yeah. 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 If, you can if help. we can, I want to try to get as close as I can. Yeah. But I know I'm smartened up a little bit. Yeah. There's a try ride to through someone. them. Yeah. Just ride through them. Now there
1: there are guys who are much older uh, than yeah. you that have been doing this for years and years and years. What do they do to to keep their bodies I mean if you you get to be you know uh, I don't know 55 or so you're getting you know everything's starting to hurt a little bit more how do they kind of get carry on doing it when they get older
0: um probably their training regimen they you you really have to work out Be super fit this is not like a sport that you can just be like I want to go get on a bowl There's a lot of actual science behind it too that really backs it up in your training program, like the way you work out, the way you train your mind and everything. So me, I didn't do a whole lot of working out. So my injuries were raking up because my body became fragile after injury upon injury. And that's what kind of dreaded me to, okay. Yeah. But but these guys that are doing it for a long periods of time they're working out. They're they're in the right state of mind doing it. Yeah. So, it's
1: absolutely. And is there an age that they stop at or do they if they still want to go they just go?
0: Well, I think Glammy Marchi in the PVR is like
1: thirty-seven.
0: I was going to like say, that. like 38, something like that. He's up there. I think he's one of the oldest ones. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you don't
1: see him much older than that then as a general rule? That's just kind of like too too you, much for the body? I don't think so. I think that, yeah, like it's too it's much too too for the hard body. On your yeah. body. too hard on your body? I think
0: I've heard of a 45-year-old that was out there bullying. Really? It was in the PRCA. But uh, not not a whole lot. No, it's no. really a young man's sport. It, <laughs> it so is not like you see
1: the Grand you Prix don't jumpers. You, back. See, you see the Grand Prix jumpers like some of them sixty and seventy, you know, yeah. and they're still going strong, winning the Grand Prix, But you, with the ball, it's like that's yeah. it. You're done when you're done, right? They hang
0: up the rope, and then they'll probably go team rope.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you, can you can do go. that for
0: years. You can yeah, do that yeah.
1: forever, right? Yep. And then a and lot less chance of um, of uh, it, Have you seen any really really bad wrecks? Oh yeah. Probably plenty, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. We were actually just talking about one at breakfast this morning It was Cody Brewer um, down in Brighton, Florida and he comes out on a bareback horse and through two or maybe in between two and five jumps he got hung up Mm. and the horse took two laps around with him on the outside along the fence. And I was just a little guy, so me witnessing that, I was like, I don't want a bareback ride.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> done with that. So yeah. I rode
0: Bronx, I've roped, I've even I've barrel raced, I've bull rode, bull, not nah, bareback, I won't do it.
1: But the rodeo's so exciting. Oh, and, it and, is. And really, even as a spectator, you're you holding your breath the whole time, especially when you're watching the bulls, you're like. <laughs> yeah. you I know. think there's so much to rodeo because it is a, a family
0: sport. Um, and people really do stick together. Um, yes, that's the do. one thing that I love. I mean, I used to rodeo, so when I was up north, and I mean, that is the one thing that I do, and it's still. Yeah, there. You're right. When
1: someone gets it's, hurt, everybody bands around yeah, and, and, and supports it, and, and it is serious. I mean, it, the rodeo is fun and it's exciting, but you got to remember these. This is this is not acting. This is the real deal. These people are out there really doing this for your entertainment and yeah. because they obviously they love the sport, um, but and for a lot of them it's their job. I mean, that's is, how they make a living. That's, I mean, true. that's
0: those ones that are on the road going to the NFR and the PBRs and all of that. That's serious. That's,
1: that's, it's serious. It is it's, serious. It's their job. It's their passion. It's that, you and know. And the really cool thing about the Shrine Rodeo is the, is the Shiners is, right. the, is the charity, you know, that yeah. the money that the money goes to. So um, it's incredibly, incredibly successful over 30 years uh, going on here in, in Ocala. And uh, it's incredibly successful as a, as a you I, know, raising funds. And you know what I love about the beginning of the rodeo? is is the prayers for the riders and the the national anthem yes. i love it gives and me goosebumps is, every one single thing. time yep. it to me it's like you know what we're going into this it could be dangerous it's going to be fun and we're going to say a prayer for everybody and i love that they do that i hope that goes on forever it's one of the most amazing uh, it's patriotic, and I'm and getting there right now. I, I know I got it too. It. I
0: got goosebumps yep.
1: all up and down getting my arms. No, I love it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Well, Zane, I want to thank you so much thank you, um, for yeah. coming in, making a special trip in. Thank you very much to Squeak Larkins for sending you in. We wanted to get a little bit of a feel of what it's like to uh, to to ride a ball because <laughs> we are never going to do it. The mechanical go ball that Oh, it. I have ridden one of those. Actually, I've ridden three of those. And actually, I did quite well. I stayed on for a really long time. I won, I won a um, championship on a mechanical bull. There, yeah, up home we had these things every every
0: weekend. They would have a, um, a um, you know, you had to qualify and all that. And, but it was fun. I do love like it. But I, I would not get on a real one, sorry. No, no,
1: no real ones. I, I have to say the, the mechanical one was a lot of fun and I really did enjoy that, but I think it's a little wild beyond that for me. So, um, but super exciting. Make sure you get to the rodeo um, tonight. I think it starts at seven? Is yeah. it seven? I think, yeah. Uh, but anyway, get out there early so you can get a really good seat. It's at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. It is a wonderful charity. It is a wonderful holiday weekend experience. And uh, I think everybody that, that leaves that leaves there smiling and having enjoyed it so we're going to say our prayers for safety for everybody yes. um, tonight and uh, and definitely be there if you possibly can get your whole family out the kids will love it too thank you Zane thank you Suzanne thank you, hi guys this is Louisa Barton I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the horse talk show podcast connect with us on Facebook Twitter and YouTube and let me know what you thought now please go out there and share the podcast